Hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast at the Rectory. I'm Ian. I'm Katie. And I'm Emily. We are three friends who at some point or another all lived in a tiny blue house in Cincinnati that we have affectionately named the Rectory. And together, we have filled it with... Memories. Long hours of PhD work. Parties. And a saggy three-legged couch we just can't seem to part with. I like that. Musical sting. Well, um, look at us. This is session number 48, if we're not counting (gasps) Anne's reading. Um, But the episode count, we are standing currently at 49. So if we're we're releasing... uh, or if we were planning to release uh, this one as uh, next week, then we will be hitting 50. Wow! That's awesome. You know, this is kind of an unusual episode. And so I was trying to think about um, how After Hours fits in. And I really think uh, there is a weird way in which we could talk about Christmas as sort of being like... Oh, yeah. (laughs) After Hours. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, as a student... I feel like you don't get much downtime except for like winter break is probably the biggest chunk of time you have. That's your own. And it's like the one day a year when you work in something like retail or food service that, you know, no one can call you up and ask you to come in. Yeah. Right. Literally in the system we have is the one day a year. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Speaking of Christmas, look at what I, what I received for Christmas. Oh my what? goodness! Is that a watch? That is a watch, and um, because my old watch decided to meet its maker, <laughs> <laughs> um, a friend was kind enough to mail a watch over, and of course, it speaks English instead of Chinese, and um, it tells time. So that should be useful for my, uh, you know, teaching and. How many minutes are there still remaining in my class? That's really handy. That is very handy. Well, I haven't had a working watch for two years, so I've got to get mine when I'm home. Oh, my God. I should have got you a watch for Christmas. Dang it, Emily. God damn it. (laughs) Now you know that it's not a watch. (laughs) (laughs) I know. My, My list is getting shorter as I decipher the clues. Yeah. Well, one of our one of our guests on the podcast, I follow her now on Facebook. She posted something about how I think it was a student or so, someone isn't going home for the holidays. And so it's his first experience with Christmas. Um, and he was saying, I'm going to approach this as like a anthropological study of what <laughs> is Christmas. And his first observation is that Christmas is a part time job you have from mid November to the new year. Well, that makes it sound like a bad thing, Anne. But it's so true. It's something you just, and he was like, if you want to sleep in, no, put lights up inside your house. You want to sleep in on Sunday? No, put lights up outside your house. Like there's always a task that you need to do with your, you know, spare time. So I felt like uh, Christmas as after hours, you know, in this season or holidays, whatever holiday anyone's doing, you know, you have to prep, you have to think, you have to plan. So yeah, it's crazy. Get those cookie doughs in the freezer ahead of time. So when a party is coming, you whip them out and you slice them up. Yep. When I first came here, the first thing that I noticed right around after Halloween, actually, uh, right around the beginning of November, 
radio stations started playing Christmas tunes. Yep. And my my first uh, instinct was, wait for me, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> I'm not ready for this kind of music. Yeah, it's like, it's fun, but... I'm not the type of person that can just whip right from Halloween to Christmas. Yeah, I agree. I and and it's not even winter yet. Like Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. No, I need to feel fall first, you know? I need to listen to Taylor Swift's red <laughs> album. Yep. You know, and be in that space and then we can do Christmas. I will say we were pretty excited to decorate for Christmas this year just because we have so much fun decor put up. Like Katie got her lighted stag head. The stag head. (laughs) Yeah, and stuff from her grandma. Although we took forever to decorate our tree. We didn't decorate our tree until like last week, something like that. because it's a part-time job. Christmas is a part-time job. Um. Emily, how uh, how was the uh, Glühwein uh, Stein or something that you got there? Or, or did you or did not? It oh. was good. Candy and I um, were both there ah. in Chicago at the Christmas market. And we both got some mulled wine. Ooh. I got red. Kitty got white. Mm-hmm. And we each got a souvenir mug. So it was really fun. Successful trip. We also got... <laughs> A lot of other stuff too. Mm. We did do a lot. Yeah, we did a lot of shopping. A lot of other. There's stuff. a lot of stuff there. There was so much. Like we ate dinner there. We got dessert treats there. We got a lot of like mm. Christmas present type stuff. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of ornaments and. Oh. Like yeah. I'm glad it turned. I'm glad it turned out well. Yeah. Well, thinking about Christmas, David, I was wondering if you because before covid and everything hmm. did you experience an american christmas before covid yes i have experienced one christmas in america before covid and that was um 2019 3 years ago um i was uh it started with a full performance of handel's messiah at the christchurch cathedral Shout out to Stephen Hanna, who um, made me know yeah. that, that was happening. And then it was um, also CCM, uh, the conservatory that I was back back then I was studying at. They had something called a festival of, I think it's called a Feast of Carols or a Festival of Carols or something like that. I think it might be Festival of Carols. Where, yeah, it was just three hours of Christmas music from the secular to the sacred and all these things in between. The audience sang. Um, there was a pipe organ player going on. Uh, a lot of a lot of musical fun. Then, a few days before Christmas, um, some university friends were like, "Hey, we're 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 going we're we're going caroling. Would you like to travel along with us?" Oh, that's right. Yeah. We at the nursing home. Yes, at the nursing home. Yeah, I, that's. I forgot about that. Yeah, we did that. You were there, Emily. Yes, I was there. I completely forgot. I was thinking of cookie decorating, which we also did. I think that. Oh year. yes, definitely. That was all the same year. Yeah, that was, was all the same year. I um, I had a, I was a bit nervous, uh, at the thought of going caroling because. I am a music person and not a lyrics person. And so I was afraid of not remembering whatever uh, words it were to a song. Um, But then 
the pianos that were there saved the day, and so I decided to sit down, and I managed to have fun. Yeah, so much Shout music. Shout out to Sue Lee. She's the one that organized the Christmas caroling because、oh, yeah. she was living at Twin Towers. We all just like showed up, and she was like, "Come with me," and she just started like leading us around this huge building. Oh, yeah. she's like a tour guide of sorts.、Um, yeah, we had no idea where we were going or what was happening. At one of the locations,、uh, they went out of their way to set up, set up the keyboard beforehand because it was a digital keyboard. And when I sat down, you know, <laughs> that, that that the rest was history, as they say. Do you have a favorite、um, carol, David, that you love to play? Oh, I well, I love. Um, okay, there.、Uh, let me just tell you the ones that I don't like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just go the negative route. I yeah, <laughs> because I I happen to like everything.、Uh, oh, um, note the ones、list. that I don't like. I don't mind playing. It's just that at the back of my mind, I'm like. Can we do something better? All right. Do you really want Jingle Bells again? <laughs> well, you frankly just named the one because Jingle Bells is a song that see- somehow is just so prevalent even in in China because there is a a, Ch- a Chinese version that is very popular. What are like the Chinese lyrics to Jingle Bells? Because the French lyrics are nothing like the English lyrics. So I'm curious. Is the tune similar in French and Chinese? Yeah, like Vive le vent, Vive le vent, Vive le vent d'hiver. So it's the same thing, but it's like Long Live the Winter Winds is what you're、mm. singing, and it's like, <laughs> no, all right, sure, why not? <laughs> <Yeah> . Well, <laughs> the lyrics in Chinese to Jingle Bells is pretty much the same. It even had some adamantopia of、um, ding ding dong. Oh, that's, oh yeah. That's, that's the bell. Like、uh, instead of jingle bells, they would say ding ding dong, ding ding dong, etc. I kind of like that better. <laughs> And another one that I would say sometimes I would scream like, "Can we do something else?" Is "We wish you a merry Christmas,"、uh, because English classes decided to orient this song into their fall semester textbook. Like at the end of the fall semester textbook, but these are the only the only two Christmas seasoned tunes that I would be like, yeah, sure, yeah. I wish that I had thought to, to teach my little because I taught ESL, volunteered to teach ESL with like little kindergartners, and、mm-hmm. we definitely sang like "Oh Little Town of Bethlehem" or something、What? complicated. <laughs> Oh God! I don't、hard. know why. I don't think it was my decision, but like, definitely, we wish you a merry Christmas would have been much easier for them to like because、oh, you just、yeah. like repeat the refrain over and over again. Yeah, complicated note progression in that one. I was too, gonna、man. say, yeah, like it's hard for me, an adult, to sing、oh, a little town of Bethlehem. Yeah, that 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 low note is like, where are we going? Yeah, to、why、me, it's the、here? it's the it's the chromatic. Uh, movement of the tune and also the words、uh, being very old English esque. Right. Did you guys know this? A little bit of Christmas trivia for you:、um, that Bing Crosby's "White Christmas" is a single that has sold more copies than any like single ever in the history.、What? I wouldn't be surprised at all. Ever. Not the Beatles. Not Michael Jordan. Like Michael Jordan. Michael Jackson. Nobody. <laughs> <Michael> Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Michael Jordan. 
So we don't know. Nice? Maybe song? Michael Jordan is really good. We don't, we know. don't know. Bro, Michael I'm not Jordan, gonna come at Michael drop Jordan. The Christmas album. You can do it. I believe you. <laughs> a Christmas song written by a Jew is the most popular song in the world. That is America in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> That's us. What a fucking dunk on Christians. I love that. <laughs> I was just watching a documentary about this very thing. It's called um, Dreaming of a Jewish Christmas. And it yeah. talks about um, all the Jewish composers who they mainly wrote secular Christmas tunes, mind you. Um, the uh, more sacred uh, baby Jesus stuff mm -hmm. is reserved for the church and everybody yeah. else. But they wrote um uh tunes like irving berlin he wrote white christmas also winter wonderland um was uh, such a combination mm. and then um uh, it did say something about silver bells <gasps> silver bells oh, yeah. and yeah. Um, this one you know although the it's very interesting although the lyrics is it talks about you know christmas the all the hustle and bustle the uh, melody is kind of sad. Um, yeah. With all these um, falling uh, sequences. Let me let me show you what I mean. Etc. So yeah, yeah. The, there is a sort of a. But also there's a yearning in the chorus, you know, soon it will be Christmas Day. Um, yeah. Uh, the, 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 above, uh, the above clip is uh, strictly for fair use. Um, <laughs> no copyright infringement No copyright intended. intended. <laughs> right. Well, that's part of the part-time job of Christmas, I feel, is that there's a lot of emotional labor that you also do at Christmas when you're an adult, at least. Um, in fact, I saw a really cute thing that people have been reposting on Facebook, which is like, I used to believe in Christmas magic and now as an adult, I know what I was really experiencing was my mother's love. And, and it was like, Oh, and then it said, I think then it says something like, and that's, and then I realized that's what Christmas magic is. So as a kid, hopefully um, you experience like this good Christmas. And as you get older, you kind of start to realize how much work people put into it for you or maybe neglected to do for you and then you start doing it and you start realizing like how much it is you know <laughs> that's why i feel like christmas can can also be a very difficult season for those who are experiencing grief right now or those yeah. who are you know sort of in the in the moment and so it's it's a uh i mean i love christmas for the music there is also a part of Christmas that brings me mixed feelings. I remember five years ago or four years ago, the thought of Christmas is still, you know, I, loomed largely on the Pakovich family and mm. the, the late Mike Pakovich. Yeah. Yep. I was at a, a very small Christmas concert at my church last night. Shout out to Addie Smith. And a lot of the songs that she sang were sad songs. Mm -hmm. And um, she did them really beautifully. And she did like really the most beautiful and sad rendition of Blue Christmas that I've ever heard mm -hmm. because the Elvis has that weird, you know, like background <laughs> lady singers. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and she kind of said beforehand, and I knew that 
and she's also lost her mother. Yes. Um, she said, so this is a song for anyone who's missing someone at Christmas. And I was like, ah, <laughs> yeah, lots of, there's lots of sadness around, around Christmas for lots of people, for lots of reasons. Yeah. Hey, did you guys know that, um, I was trying to think of, I had like a vague memory. I think I listened to a podcast about it at one point, but apparently like, do you hear what I hear? That song, oh, yeah, um, it is kind of like reflective of the Cold War era. Really? Yeah, the Cuban what? Missile Crisis specifically. Yeah, it's pretty. It's wild, and so that because I like never really liked that song that much. But once they said, uh, once I heard that take on it, I was like, oh damn, this is sad as fuck. Like <laughs> a child, a child, like you know. Shivers in the cold. Yeah, it is sad. And the star with the tail as big as a kite is a missile. What? So it's kind of like, but but it's cool because like it can be either or, and I think like paralleling is always very interesting too. It the lyrics. I mean, the song is written by a husband and wife team. I cannot remember their names now. But Um, um, it, it they also happen to be Jewish. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> this retelling of the nativity story through a Jewish perspective during and around the Cuban missile missile mi- missile missile You can say it missile. either way. Either oh. way. Okay, thank you. Missile crisis. It is yeah, it is very poignant. Yeah. What you guys have just done as historians we call this putting text in context. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, I think Katie, you are the you are by far the best uh, con- uh, person to contextualize things for me. I mean, that's how I learn, and uh, you sort of grasped it perfectly. David, you know I'm a sucker for compliments. You've got to stop because people have told me that if you pay me the right compliment, I will basically do anything, and that's how I get trapped into bad situations. <laughs> got to yeah. knock it off. Be meaner. Be meaner to me. Should have just written a card full of compliments for your fucking Christmas gift. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I know that's not what I'm getting either. (laughs) It's also very much not what you're getting. (laughs) Very much not. That's the other thing, like, um, like all your family comes in like i just finished grading today and then all of my siblings are here now so it's like a full house like full you know like everyone's here and then it's just like oh now we have to feed everybody now we have to make sure everyone knows where they're sleeping like it is just this kind of non-stop and i really like Mm -hmm. that reflection earlier about like all of the work that goes into Christmas to make it special. Um, mm-hmm. But I definitely feel like I'm, I'm on the other side of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, not so much. It's really nice when you watch other people feel like it's really special. Like when little ones open presents and, you know, mm-hmm. someone like mm-hmm. eats something you made and it's really delicious. Like Savannah and I made um, Claire Saffitz's molasses cookies Aww. and we were just like, dying they were so good and so it's really nice when you work on kind of a project like that with the people that you mm-hmm. love and then you get like good reactions mm-hmm. um I'm sure that's the thing when like you're playing music or you know like you're hosting a party like there's kind of this nice 
um, reflection afterwards when you kind of know it was fun uh, or that people enjoyed it. But it is a lot of freaking work, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to admit, I am not the world's biggest Christmas movie person, but the right Christmas movie is like, that is not work. That is like soothing. And I am curious if people have, we just watched a fun Christmas movie um, here at the rectory and we had a couple people over. Uh, we can tell you about it. But a lot of famous Christmas music really became famous from a film. And I, lots of people have a favorite Christmas movie. Do you, David, first off, do you have like a top Christmas movie? I was surprised that lady, the ladies at the rectory decided to give me the chance to say this, but I would rather say ladies first. So um, either huh. either Katie, Anne, or Emily, you should go I'll first. tell you mine. I'm not shy. I'll go first. Yay. <laughs> we really love, well, okay, this already, side note, the claymation, Rudolph, Santa Claus comes to town, drummer boy those are iconic okay i'm not fighting about those we're not touching that okay that's excellent mm. my personal favorite and it goes <laughs> down to this super sad christmas stuff it's called the snowman and it is completely without words it's entirely music and illustrations and it is some of the most haunting melodies but it is so soothing to watch and it's a little boy who makes a snowman and goes on an adventure but of course the snowman melts um it's so beautiful so it's called the snowman and i'll look up who it's by um a little bit later but that is my favorite christmas movie i consider any movie that has christmas in it to be a christmas movie <laughs> so That's die fair. hard for example die hard is absolutely a christmas movie i will Bridget fight Jones. Anyone who says it isn't yeah, Bridget Jones. Um, I love the um, the Gwyneth Paltrow Emma, which has all four seasons in it and has Christmas in it. Therefore, it's a oh, Christmas movie in my yeah. mind. And you've got mail, and it has a yes. song in it that oh my I God, you so cute. never hear anywhere else, where they all sing about the different instruments around the piano. Yes. I still, if I could have um, Meg Ryan's wardrobe from You've Got Mail, I would wear yes. it every day. It is so darling. I love her so much. I know. I learned somehow that men don't like Meg Ryan, and I about flipped a table. And I was oh. like, how can you not like her? She's so stinking adorable. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. And I was like, go away. Go away. Like, what? Just what grounds nice. could you possibly have? You better virtue signal by liking Meg Ryan, men. That's what I want from you. This is what I need. <laughs> no, you've got mail is on our, we have a list because we need to organize our lives. Um, otherwise <laughs> we'll never get anything done. So you've got mail wasn't uh, a conversation, a heated conversation we had, but it definitely has Christmas in it and it is wonderful. Uh, side note. So does sleepless in Seattle. Yes. And the, oh. and they have the same leads. At the beginning. You know, Tom Hanks same and Meg leads. Ryan. Yeah. Tom Hanks in that movie though. Young Tom, Han Tom Hanks is a problem for me. Um, okay, the snowman, <laughs> the snowman, um, the one I was talking about earlier is by Raymond Briggs, and it is the second thing that comes up if you Google it. So Raymond Briggs is a genius, and you should watch it. Is the first thing that abomination with Michael Keaton in it? No, but it does look like a horror movie, and I don't know why. <laughs> it is the snowman, but it's like 
somebody walking through white, you know, like a white background looking really stressed. I actually that think there's it. a horror movie called The Snowman. Of course. All right, is. David, we've we've given you enough time. So what's your answer? It's a tough call. I like I just discovered Elf uh, with music by John Debney. <laughs> and um, it is a very yes. interesting film, uh, like the premise of it. And I, I feel like this is this compares so well with um, uh, the score to Home Alone by another John, John Williams, which uh, is actually my, this is my favorite because there's the comedy aspect and this fabulous Mickey Mousing that Williams is doing. Sometimes he restrains himself with the orchestra, but sometimes he hits it on cue with these comical moments and um uh what what's known as mickey mousing is basically action closely following i mean music closely following the action and sometimes even mimics uh the action in sync and Mm. it is a very it is a very um creative way of making films it started of course with walt disney and um, their shorts that um, the studios have made with Carl Stalling. Stalling later went on to Warner Brothers with um, uh, the Bugs Bunny cartoons, and there's a lot of Mickey Mousing going on in those Looney Tunes productions. But Williams, John Williams, in 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 this case, for this. Um, there's also a, an amount of hits mixed in. For example, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee was in it. <laughs> yeah. um, mm. The Drifters version of White Christmas. There's a beautiful Oh Holy Night in that and Carol the Bells. Yes, and Will, actually they were all recorded by Williams. Um, oh, they were? Yeah, he um, recorded a children's chorus singing uh, about five songs and two of them ended up in the final cut. Yeah, there's a lot of music going on in there that is just so perfect, in my opinion. Well, did you guys grow up with very specific albums that were played in your house every Christmas? Like, our parents at least came from a generation that listened to albums, not just singles. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Bing Crosby, on repeat. I think we have two copies because we, like, overplayed one and disintegrated. (laughs) So we needed another one. Well, that's my seasonal favorite as well. I feel like Satish will um, be mad if I don't mention also that an iconic album that we found in the last probably 10 years or seven years or something is um, John Rutter. And it's uh, Cambridge um, Choir and it's beautiful arrangements. So I'll have to recommend that to you, David. Aww. Search on Spotify. Um, he has several albums. Um, we only uh, t- call them, <laughs> not by their proper names, but what the cover is. So one's like a rooster. Um, and <laughs> it's, a, it's a Christmas album, but we just call it the rooster one and then the merry one. And um, they're a bunch. But really really beautiful um renditions of some of our favorite and definitely more sacred christmas music um katie told told us that she's a sucker for compliments i am a sucker for you know great arrangements and album uh, recommendations and things like that so um drop these drop these at me and um 
You'll you'll gain high favor. Oh uh, no, not ex oh, oh, I mean. Uh, I genuinely think I don't. Okay, I don't recommend things to fancy music people very often, um, <laughs> uh, because I'm just a normal human. Um, uh, but I genuinely think, David, that you will love John Ruder, and I'm very interested to hear your feedback. Oh, <laughs> well, I have a couple of albums that now I play on repeat. And they are very lively recordings that you know you're you're if you're if you listen you will feel like you're with the musicians. Um, the two albums are by the same people, John Williams with the Boston Pops Orchestra. We wish you a Merry Christmas. The second album, released in 1992, called Joy to the World, had pretty much similar content, but it also has. Um, selections from home alone also uh, leroy anderson's sleigh ride is on it is to in my mind a, a much better album compared with we wish you a merry christmas but both are on repeat yeah katie emily do you have faves no not albums do you have a favorite christmas tradition like the thing that you have to do i think my family has kind of a unique tradition, although we haven't been able to do it for a few years now, but my grandparents have a set of glasses that like each glass has a different thing from the 12 days of Christmas on it. And so the tradition is that we set the glasses at different people's places at the table and then at Christmas dinner, whatever glass you have is the verse of the song that you sang. Oh, that's so fun. I know. Yeah, yeah that, that's good. Um, then you and, don't forget the words. Yes. And it, you don't know what you're going to get. Um, and our family is pretty big. So it, it just kind of depended on like how many people we had. So sometimes it would be like, we would kind of pair up, you know, especially if it was like kids would sing right. with their parents, you know, but the one person, my uncle John always gets the fifth verse, five <laughs> golden rings, <laughs> always. I don't know when this started. When I was born, he was already doing his thing with five golden rings. It's good every time. <laughs> and like a hush falls over the crowd every time he does it. And he does it in kind of like a speaks it. It's like slam poetry. It's a it's a beautiful thing. He'll be like, and he's a very, for context, Uncle John is a quiet man. Usually um, at family gatherings, he sits on the couch and watches whatever sport is on TV and just kind of hangs out. But when he sings Five Golden Rings, another side of him comes alive and he'll be like five golden rings and then everybody goes back to sing it's always very dramatic and it's never the same way twice um it's really fun but now we have like i don't even know now my like cousins are having kids you know we've reached that stage of adulthood and so i'm pretty sure our family is if we got every single person together, it'd be like 60 people. So <laughs> yeah, we'd be like quadrupling up on the verses. But yeah, that's our thing. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know where my grandparents got those glasses, but. Emily, you look like Darth Maul wrapped up in that black blanket. Darth Maul, but make it floral. 
<laughs> if Darth Maul was a Polish grandmother. Katie, do you have a tradition? Oh, every year on repeat is the Carpenter's Christmas album <gasps> at Casa One of my other favorites. Oh, that's probably really good. Yep. And Mannheim Steamroller. And Mannheim Steamroller I enjoyed from when I was a child. But when I was a kid, I was like, oh, the Carpenters. And now I'm like, oh, my gosh. Why is it not playing? It is Christmas time. Have we lost our religion? Where is it? You know, it's like, <laughs> Where? I do. I do love it. And I finally like understand um, why Karen Carpenter's voice is so great. Mm. Um, it was just so familiar when I was little that it was like, oh, it's a lady singing. I don't understand. It's not Mariah Carey, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, but I will say about the 12 days of Christmas that is a song I don't particularly like to hear, although I love to sing yeah. it weirdly. Yeah. But the Muppet version makes me ridiculously happy. I love the Muppets singing 12 Days of Christmas because Miss Piggy has five gold rings. Oh, hell yeah. Yep. I, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if my Uncle John had taken inspiration from that. I feel like he... From Miss Piggy? Probably, yeah. He's probably very familiar with the Muppets. Well, one non-music tradition that my family has done, although I will say not every year because it's not super easy to get your hands on uh, lefse, it's serving this Norwegian kind of pancake, or not pancake, it's like a potato crepe is what my friend Linnea just called it because I just served mm -hmm. it to her because Jungle Jim's has lefse. Mm -hmm. So it's like the one ethnic-y thing that we would do and that was different from other people's Christmas here in the States is we would we would roll up lefsa and eat it with some brown sugar and a um, little bit of butter and it's delicious. Although I guess, you know, everything, like so much about what Americans do for Christmas is German and a lot of my family's German, mm -hmm. but everybody does it, right? It doesn't make you kind mm -hmm. of stand out, but this was the thing that we did that was different from other people's mm. homes. So mm. I still, I treasure that. And when I discovered that Jungle Gyms had Lefsa, I was like, I will take three packets. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll be taking all of it. <laughs> yeah, we got so much stuff at Jungle Gyms the other day, just on a side note. Business. It's a place to go for Christmas stuff, honestly. Like, it was great. And Aldi's. We always get our German Ooh. stuff from Aldi's because they oh, have all the good yeah, Liebkuchen and Stalin and Stalin, everyone. Too. Not uh, <laughs> not the dictator. We're not talking. We don't want him. No Stalin, please. Oh, no Stalin. Stalin. I did have to spell that like, for one of my sisters. I was like, oh yeah, I really want to make a Stalin bread, and she's like, I'm sorry. What kind of yeah? Stalin? When you say it what in kind English, of dictator bread. Right. When you say it in English, it sounds like not great. Because in German, they kind of like stolen, you know, they kind of get that like sh in there. Yep. But you sound yeah, like you're a You're going to make some castro just... cakes and some. Yeah. yeah, we could go on, but we probably shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think that's my, no, um, my hot take is that I think Jojo Rabbit is a Christmas movie. Um, and so therefore it remains my favorite movie in all seasons. It has winter in it. Man, this is a long hike to it being a Christmas movie. Well, it it overlaps Christmas, but obviously nobody was thinking about Christmas because they were too busy getting bombed out. You just want Jojo Rabbit to be number yeah. one. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Watch it all the time. Watch it in all seasons. It really Everyone. is so good, though. You know, I, mean, I, I, I discovered the film through uh, none other than um, Emily and Katie. Um, you kind of alerted me to that film. And... Um, um, it has Beatles in it. Yep. Singing German. Mm -hmm. Don't forget that. And 
well, that's where different they in German. their act. Honest to God, I now prefer the German versions of those songs that are in the movie. Like, I love them so much. Yeah. You guys didn't tell us what movie you had people come over and watch. Oh, we watched um, Love Hard. That yeah, is so it good. It was really fun. And we had over um, Satish. Ellen and Joey from my church. And between the four of us, we did down an entire bottle of wine um, that I had mulled for us and spiced. It's and delicious. On the stove. It was really fucking good. Satish asked me for the recipe, which I took as a huge compliment because I feel like he's kind of a foodie. But he has a refined palate. Don't tell him this. He doesn't need any more compliments. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's going to hear this, though, because he listens. I have ultimate power. I can edit and it out. And he's like, I'm cutting out all <laughs> the Satish compliments. <laughs> um and yeah it was really fun it was it's another one of those movies that it kind of has a lot of like tropes in it but it's more adult christmas movie tropes because it's like a combination of the the movie name is like die hard and love actually because those are the favorite movies of the two main characters in the movie so it's kind of it's a little bit meta they sing their own version of baby it's cold outside which is they do a consensual and version. Honestly, I think I heard that version before I saw the movie. I don't know how long that movie's been out, but I've definitely heard that version of it before. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And Anne, you must have loved it because three hot Asian guys in it. Why you gotta, why you gotta, <laughs> my like, why that? you gotta come for me like that? Why you gotta do that? Um, interracial <laughs> couples also, because we don't recognize that. that. So I was like, okay, thank you. It's, and not really, not remarked on. Nope, no, no big deal. Yep. NBG. That's how we like it. Mm-hmm. And also some really horned up old people. <laughs> they were ready to get some. In the single. Yeah. No ageism in this movie. No, it was really wholesome and really sweet. And I yeah. I really liked those actors, too. I thought they were really good together. Like, it wasn't Hallmark movie-level cheesy. And if it was know? cheesy, it kind of knew it was being cheesy. And that's right. kind of, like, it was in on the joke. Right. It was the same way that, like, Elf does, you know, the claymation callback to <laughs> the old Christmas specials at the beginning. You're like, bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. I love it you so know? much. <laughs> Oh, guys. This was fun. Nice this was fun to catch up. Yeah. Have a little Christmas, mini Christmas with you. Well, I'm glad that I was able to make it over here. And and then, of course, looking forward to 2022. Yeah, this was wonderful. Thank you guys for chatting and sharing all your traditions. Emily, I can't get over Uncle John and the five gold rings. Like, I love that so much. <laughs> I'm going to tell my people when Bye. I get off of this call golden rings and sometimes he'll like hold up his hand like five golden rings and you know he looks forward to that every year you know steps out on that stage into the limelight for once and then he goes back and sits sitting on the couch watching sports sports he's done his job he goes back to character (laughs) well merry christmas with you merry christmas Merry happy Christmas and Happy New Year. Christmas. <laughs> See you soon. Bye.